0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Welcome back to 929, the award winning podcast from Fiverr.com. I'm Ishan Akbar, the host of the podcast where we hear from entrepreneurs about how they grew their business. And you want to know how to grow yours. It's a match made in heaven. Our guest this week has played Cupid for many people. She's the founder of the women's LGBTQ plus dating app, Her. It's Robin Exton. When Robin realized the market was underserved, she got to work and began building the platform. And she went on quite the journey, both personally and professionally, in the process of its creation. And just being more
1: relaxed as yourself in front of your teammates and colleagues, I think can be a first really big shift and not always being in like formal, let's get shit done mode.
0: In this episode, Robin is telling us why we should embrace absurdity. So tell us what is the lesson you want to share with us today?
1: The lesson I want to share today is about embracing absurdity.
0: Now, as a comedian, this is a lesson I absolutely love. But tell me what it means in the context of business.
1: Just sometimes when I'm sat at my desk there's like this reality check of like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> like how are we here? How has this happened? Like what on earth has like led up to this point being able to just like take everything about 10 notches down and be mm. like this is all absurd and ridiculous anyway. And I just find it like takes the the intense pressure that can sometimes like build up out of any situation and being able to laugh about it. Yeah. Just uh, helps literally any any situation at any moment with the company.
0: For the for the uninitiated, talk us through about the story of her. Where did it begin? Where are you now?
1: So I first started working on her in about 2012, 2013 in London. Had an early couple of years at building an app called Datch, which was very much like Grindr. And it came from the whole premise that at the time, there wasn't a single app or platform that had been built for LGBTQ women, non-binary, trans and gender non-conforming folks. And uh, I wanted a platform that women could use to connect and meet with each other. No one had created one. And in my naivety, just thought, how hard can this be? <laughs> um, and eight years later, here we are, still going. <laughs> and so in the journey in between, um, we actually created and released her in 2015. We raised venture capital in San Francisco. I moved to San Francisco, was based out of there for six years. Pandemic happened. We're now a remote team and a remote company. We have about 8 million users in 114 countries. And we help queer women, non-binary, trans, and gender non-conforming folks connect with each other for sex, dating, love, romance, community, friendship, and just a way to bring the community
0: together. What an amazing thing to do. Well done. I think this sounds absolutely great. In terms of absurdity in business, now, you know, oftentimes it's quite a serious podcast in many respects. It's fun because I'm hosting it. But people might be listening to this thinking, what are the absurd things that happen in business? Can you talk us through some of those things?
1: I think there's there's two sides of it. I think there's, I mean, it just literally the nature of our business, the times where stuff gets upset. I spent a whole month talking about anal sex with our company. And I was like, <laughs> at what, at what stage in my life did I ever think this was going to happen? Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. And I yeah. think there's like. It's very specific to our company, but there's like such a joy in what we do. We get to like talk about, think about work on stuff that like I just never even knew could be a job. And that is uh, phenomenal and absurd. It's like absurd that that's our lives and that we have to like sit in a very formal zoom meeting and be like, right, everybody, what's on the agenda for anal August?
0: Um, (laughs) 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 Good alliteration. I like it.
1: Um, And then there's, then there's the other side of just like, Honestly, I think when it comes up when like uh, shit gets really hard, like when stuff gets really challenging, either being able to like use humor or being able to like recognize that this is like a wholly abnormal situation and just like break tension by using fun moments and just being like, let's let's like relax things a little bit.
0: For someone listening to this who might be thinking, well, it sounds like your company is a lot of fun. You get to talk about fun things like what you just said, uh, Anal August you I run quite a serious business and actually trying to be funny when everyone else around me is quite serious is quite hard. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's yeah. possible to break through?
1: Absolutely. And I think it's actually, so where I first started thinking about this culturally for our team and company, so uh, aside from like the content of what we get to do as a business, there is mm. still the same like relationship dynamics that exist in our team. We are still trying to grow by X percent month over month. We're trying to grow our revenue. We're trying to scale the business. And I think it's something that actually definitely exists like really strongly in British culture. I think like using humor to kind of like take the piss out of someone. I think like moving the business over to America, that is not something that naturally exists in a lot of like American teams and cultures. And it was Mm. something that was super important to me and it has been something that I've been like really thoughtful to make sure we keep inside of the company. But so, for example, like we have people, like we had someone who shipped a version of the app and it crashed. It, like we shipped the app and it crashes for everyone. Like a hundred percent of users cannot use the app. Right. And there's one path to take where it's like oh my God, uh, we're losing 100% of our revenue in every day that this product is out. Who did this? I go, how did this happen? How are we going to make sure this never happens again? And that's absolutely like questions that need to be answered. But the way you approach it, you can either approach it with like fear and anger and like, we must find a solution. Mm. Or you could turn around the team and be like, Oh shit! Who <laughs> fucked up this time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just is. I like get the same. It's the same problem, and you're going to get the same solution in the end. It's just different ways of handling it
0: en route. When you went to America, how did you begin to negotiate that that challenge of this different culture? Did you do auditions to find funny people? Because I would love <laughs> that. Or how did you how did you how did you embrace that?
1: I think honestly, in the very early days, it was just about who I enjoyed talking to. And I think I naturally, as a person, humor is important to me. And I think even in just like interview conversations, like getting a sense of if someone has a lightheartedness to them and is more mm-hmm. playful and joke about some of these absurdities themselves as well. Like in an interview process, if I talk about queer sex ed, how does someone respond? Like, does it freak them out? Or are they yeah. like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, I want to talk about dildos all day. And I think just naturally inside the company, we've we've had British people and uh We, like, tend to, like, take the piss out of each other the hardest, but, you know, Americans then just, like, get more used to being around it and start, like, uh, doing the same.
0: You seem like the kind of person who has that gregarious personality anyway. Do you feel like this embracing absurdity is something you've always done, or have you had to learn to apply it into business, and can people learn to embrace absurdity?
1: I definitely learned to apply it to business, and it actually came through with, like, some coaching stuff that I was doing. I had I think I had a really I used to have a really big gap between who I am as a person and how I was when I hung out with my friends and right. then who I was when I was at work. And right. I think I held on to like this like work identity and work role so seriously and it was like it built so much pressure for myself and that as part of this coaching I was asked to get feedback from my friends and family and from my colleagues about their experience of me and it was so interesting the difference of what that feedback was. Yeah. And for my friends and family, one of the things they love the most about me is like when I am my loudest and like funniest and like being strong in my ideas and I wasn't like that at work. And so we actually had a big discussion amongst the team kind of talking about these natures of like how you have a work identity and then your own personal identity mm. and actually how... I have the most fun with my teammates now. We we spent like years kind of like trying to make sure everyone feels the most comfortable as themselves and fully as themselves, that they don't have this like separation of identity. And it's now like one of the most important values in the company.
0: Do you find it absurd that there are people out there who have found their life partner because of you?
1: Oh, it is so absurd. <laughs> like, uh, I was at Oakland Pride like two years ago and this couple came up to us And they each had a baby and uh, they were like, oh, hey, we just wanted to let you know we met on the app and we just had kids like uh, six months ago. And I was looking at these kids and was like, this is insane. There's like human life comes from what we do as a business. Like that is so magical and so wild. It, It really is amazing. Yeah, it makes me happy every time.
0: Robin, look, it was such a pleasure to chat to you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thanks so much for having me. It's like put a smile on my face talking about this.
0: Robin was just a big bundle of positive energy. I learned that there's much to be said for encouraging employees to just be human. I think sometimes we have a tendency to code switch when we're at work. And at its core, we're all coming up with solutions to try and help each other in one way or another. I think being more human is a really good lesson. 929 is a part of the Fiverr family and Fiverr is the digital marketplace for freelancers. Thank you so much for listening. Please do leave us a review. I'll see you again soon. Goodbye.